Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was raided last Monday, and new bills passed by Congress and what that means to your economic well-being coming up. All right, everyone, here we go. This week's episode of The Nielsen Show. So if you haven't heard, like maybe you live under a rock or something, I don't know, that Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was raided by probably, I don't know, it's estimated at around like 30 FBI agents searching for whatever it was they were searching for. Um, We'll get into that. They say they were looking for documents that needed to go back to the National Archives. So the first story is uh, from Epic Times. Trump, FBI, has raided Mar-a-Lago property under siege. This article reads, Former President Donald Trump said on late August 8th that his Florida Mar-a-Lago home was under siege and occupied by a group of FBI agents. These are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents, Trump said in a post on Truth Social. Uh, That's uh, Trump's new social media site. Um, Quote, after working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate, Trump said. The FBI declined to comment on a press inquiry from the Epic Times. Its parent agency, the Department of Justice, did not respond to a request for comment. Yeah, because every time they're asked about stuff like this, they're like, oh, well, I don't I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything playing dumb. So I guess uh, my question is, is do we really have a government or is it just the shadow government in the deep state that actually run everything? And I've talked about this numerous other times on the problems with these bureaucracies and being a a larger and larger ever-expanding government of why it's so hard to not have all this corruption and or hold people accountable that are caught doing this corruption. Story goes on. Eric Trump One of Trump's sons said the raid was conducted to see whether his father possessed any documents from his time in office, adding that the former president has been cooperating with the National Archives on the matter for months. The purpose of the raid, from what they said, was because the National Archives wanted to corroborate whether or not Donald Trump had any documents in his possession, Eric Trump said on Fox News. Unprecedented action marks a significant escalation in a records investigation concerning the former president, who is also reportedly facing other Justice Department probes connected to his time before, during, and after holding office. The raid also comes at a time when the former president is gearing up for a widely expected run for president in 2024. Trump's lawyer, Christina Bob. Bob or Bob, I don't know what it is, B-O-B-B, told CNN on Monday night that the FBI seized documents from Mar-a-Lago. Quote, President Trump and his legal team have been cooperative with FBI and DOJ officials every step of the way. The FBI did conduct an unannounced raid and seized paper, Bob said. Uh, so, ever since he announced in, what, early 2015 or whenever it was for his first run, They have done nothing but attack this guy seven ways from sideways. And looking at it from an outside perspective, I mean, granted, I I wasn't a Trump fan. 
when this all was all going down, I didn't really carry. I mean, I, I seen the way he down talked to everybody and stuff, but he was there to win. I, I was actually a Ted Cruz guy. I like Ted Cruz because he's forward and he'll call out people's BS, even in his own party. A lot of the times, I mean, maybe not so much anymore, but he's got a constitutional uh, mindset in what he kind of drives towards. So I like, I like the people that are more constitutional in their thought process because that's what really, you know, keeps our freedoms is people like that, that believe in the constitution and this experiment we call America. So anyways, I was not a Donald Trump fan, but as you watched the, all the debates and stuff go on and then slowly, I mean, there was like 20 candidates roughly. And he just kind of like plowed through them all to where he ended up being the front runner. And, you know, it's kind of like, hey, you know what? I mean, I like what he was saying. We need to secure the border. Uh, we need to be energy independent. You know, all the things that make sense for America. And I don't know why. You know, I don't I don't I haven't seen exactly. Well, I guess I know exactly. So he is opposing basically everything that the deep state wants to control. And with the Democrats, you know, essentially being in power right now, they're kind of being uh, stooges to that or vice versa, however you want to look at it. So we have all this, uh, you know, I don't know what you'd want to call it. I mean, I hate to say it's New World Order stuff, but it really seems like they're kind of helping perpetuate all of those crazy ideas. And that's, I like to say, that's just me kind of looking at it from an outside perspective and looking at all the things going on and coming up with this as my own conclusion. So, I mean, everybody else I know probably sees things in a different way than I do, which that's fine. That's We like, we like ideas and people looking at stuff at different angles. But the... I think it was uh, Chuck Schumer that says, oh, you don't want to go after, you know, the uh, intelligence community because they can get you any way, you know, they want. You know, obviously, I'm not saying it word for word what he said, but essentially something like that. And that was when Trump had said something about the, the deep state and the intelligence community, you know, running a shadow government. And the more and more stuff like this that keeps happening, it seems like, well, it seems to be more true than not because the problem is every time they've, you know, they impeached the guy twice, a partisan impeachment both times with a bunch of made up crap. And we all know the Russia collusion thing was complete crap paid for the Democrats and Hillary Clinton, uh, a made up dossier. And you know, this is why, Americans are getting so frustrated because we can see all this stuff, you know, if, especially if you don't listen to the mainstream medias, the, the big six legacy media outlets that are pushing a narrative and you're willing to dig and look for other information on what's really going on, you can start to put together the real pieces of stuff. Not just everybody attack Trump. It, it was like a coordinated effort, still is, to make sure 
now that he cannot run again in 2024. I think they are scared to death of him announcing to run again. I, I know he's going to. Uh, the midterms of this year. And Republicans are actually winning a lot of seats. Or, you know, are starting to, you know, lead the top of the pack. Because everybody's feeling what this economy's doing to their, you know, mental well-being, their their paychecks, you know, the stuff that they have, you know, to pay the bills and food and keep the lights on or whatever situation you're in, you know, I mean, trying to put gas in your vehicle to get to and from work is a joke right now. But they're all in on the climate agenda to just essentially spend trillions of more dollars in renewables that just do not have the capacity to produce the power that America needs. And for whatever reason, they don't really want to look at nuclear because it seems to me like they're beholden to the climate activists uh, that nuclear is, is bad. You can't use that. But we can put up, we can litter this planet with solar panels and windmills. That's fine. But we can't use common sense things like new, the new technology of nuclear power, which is clean and runs a really long time before you have any nuclear waste to have to dispose of. And usually by that time, it's a lot less radioactive. And with newer technologies that we have now, it can run a lot more safe. There's a lot more safeguards around it. But anyways, that's, I'm trying not to get off the, the rails here, because like I say, there's a lot of things that seem to me that all tie together from a lot of different angles. So, to get back to the Trump raid thing here, they they are seriously trying to find some, anything. And I think there's some bad actors here that are, I don't know, maybe they've got some kind of deal that's been cut with them to, you know, keep pushing these false narratives. They're trying to make it so Trump cannot run in 2024 because they know he will win. And I think he'd, even if you hated him before this last election and you was like, I'm not voting for Joe Biden, but I'm voting against Trump. Well, now you're seeing the results of that vote. And I think a lot of people uh, are starting to wake up to what's going on, especially with all this voting Um basically fraud it was voter fraud if you've watched 2000 mules it explains exactly how they did it but i think what people are tired of is that every time this stuff comes around you know even if republicans get back in power this fall what's going to happen they're going to be more endless hearings and people going up and testifying at congress but then even if even if there's overwhelming evidence, no one ever goes to jail. So they're pointless. Oh, look at all this stuff we exposed. You know, Jesse Kelly had a great thing the other day. What's going to change when Republicans get into power? They're going to yell, oh, look at these hypocrites. 
they did this, but they said that, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're such hypocrites. And he's like, you know what? The communist does not care that you call them a hypocrite. The ends justify the means. And it's true. I, I agree with a lot of the things he said the other day, and it's like, holy cow. He's right. It's like we just do the same things over and over again. We switch, we switch the parties into power back and forth, back and forth. But guess what? Nothing ever changes. And this thing, you know, with the FBI raid is not helping matters any. Other than what people think is they're trying to get him on. Uh, he had nuclear secrets or something like that. So here's the thing, though. If if the stories are true, that they kicked the family and everybody and the lawyers and everybody out of the house while they conducted their search, who's to say they couldn't have planted stuff in there? Because no one was allowed in there to watch them as they're searching through everything. FBI is just going to do whatever they plan on doing. While they're in there, and we already know they've tried to take Trump out a couple other times with ridiculous things. Impeached him twice. Impeached him over a provably false Russia collusion. Impeached him again over a quid pro quo. Which was a... You know, what any president should be doing is saying, hey, you know what, we're going to be giving you this uh, financial aid money. We need you to look into the government's corruption. Where's all this money going to go once I give it to you? If you've got corrupt officials in your cabinets there in Ukraine or whatever, I, know, I think it was Ukraine, the president of Ukraine. I think before Zelensky was in there, I don't remember. But why is that not? I mean, every president does it. I mean, they, we had video of Joe Biden doing the same thing while he was vice president, threatening to withhold a billion dollars of federal aid if they didn't fire a prosecutor that was investigating his son. Oh, nothing to see here. Media runs cover, carries the water. So we, you know, there's all this talk, this two-tiered justice system. Um, it's a two-tiered government system, realistically. I mean, like I say, we got Merrick Garland in there, the Attorney General, who, you know, seems to be clueless whenever this stuff comes up and, you know, reporters are asking him questions. Oh, well, I hadn't, I hadn't heard or seen anything about that. You're the head, basically, guy of the United States. You're, you're the Attorney General. You're above the head FBI guy, which is another clown show going on i mean they keep replacing the clowns with more clowns that seem to whenever a, a serious question is asked of them they have no clue what's going on so if you're incompetent and that incompetent in getting your organization uh lined out then why are you in that position the dysfunction of this government is pathetic Anyways, back to the story. Alleged missing records. In February, archivist David Ferriero told the U.S. House lawmakers that the National Archives and Records Administration had been in communication with Trump throughout 2021 about the return of 15 boxes of records. He eventually returned them in January 2022. So I wonder who this uh, David Fer Ferriero is. 
I might have to look into that because it seems, I don't know, maybe there's a connection there, I don't know. At the time, the National Archives was still conducting an inventory, but noted some of the boxes contained items marked as classified national security information. Trump previously confirmed that he had agreed to return certain records to the archives, calling it an ordinary and routine process. He also said the archives did not find anything. Um, I mean, that's Trump claiming that, I guess. So, uh, A federal law called the U.S. Presidential Records Act requires the preservation of memos, letters, notes, emails, faxes, and other written communications related to a president's official duties. Any search of a private residence would have to be approved by a judge, which it was for the warrant, uh, after the investigating law enforcement agency demonstrated probable cause that a search was justified. Uh, and I do have, I think, a copy here that I'm going to read through um, the uh, what it was for the warrant, I think is what it was. So we'll get to that. Third world Marxist dictatorship. Trump called the raid prosecutorial... <laughs> wow. Uh, misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want him to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, adding that Democrats will likely do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before, Trump said. The former president added, quote, such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before, unquote. Outcry from Republicans. Here comes the outcry. Republican lawmakers were swift to condemn the raid, accused Democrats of weaponizing the federal bureaucracy to attack the former president. Rep. Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, called such a move dangerous. Today's raid on the former president's home in the middle of an election season looks like another egregious and unprecedented abuse of power, the lawmaker said in a statement that the Epic Times that was later posted on Twitter. We will restore order and accountability as soon as we regain the gavels for a Republican majority in November. It can't happen soon enough, the congressman added. Senator Marco Rubio, Republican from Florida, likened the raid to what occurs in socialist dictatorships. Now, these guys are saying nothing nothing new and nothing that's not true. But that's all it is. It's talk. Every time this stuff goes down, all the stuff goes through Congress, all the, you know, people coming up testifying and blah, blah, blah. And it, I mean, and they, they can't even answer a lot of questions and, or just don't answer questions in general. They, you know, it's frustrating. Because, like I said, any of us did that, we probably wouldn't even get a hearing. We'd just go to jail, throw away the key, and you'd never be heard from again. You know, kind of like China does to people. It just makes you disappear. That's what happens to us, the U.S. citizens, versus the the ruling class, I guess you could say. Is why, how do they get away with everything when, I mean... Just like everybody's making a big fit about that uh, WNBA player in Russia that's in prison there and could be facing up to 10 years for having, I don't know, some kind of marijuana vape pen or some stupid thing like that. Sounds kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, how many people do we have here in U.S. prisons that are 
there because of pot charges. Something to think about. Uh, let's see, where were we? Uh, using government power to persecute political opponents is something we have seen many times from third world Marxist dictatorships. Rubio said on Twitter late Monday, but never before in America. After today's raid on Mar-a-Lago, what do you think the left plans to use those 87,000 new, new IRS agents for? The FBI isn't doing anything about the groups vandalizing Catholic churches, firebombing pro-life groups, or threatening Supreme Court justices. But they find time to raid Mar-a-Lago. Oh, find time to raid Mar-a-Lago, Rubio said. Rep. Diana Harshbarger, Tennessee said the inconsistent and partisan application of the law by the FBI has gone too far. The Democrats for too long have used our government agencies from the FBI to the IRS to target their political opponents. This inconceivable raid is an attack on our republic. Um, so here was the other thing Jesse Kelly said. And I agree 1000% is until... We start doing the same things back to these people on the Democrat side and these other officials kicking in their doors in the middle of the night, you know, with or without a camera crew there on site with you. They don't care. They are going to keep doing what they're doing because they know there's no real consequences. Roger Stone. Prime example, FBI, full SWAT gear, early, early morning with CNN in tow, raids his home. Why would they do that? He's an old guy. They could have sent two agents over there to arrest him, not a whole SWAT squad armed to the teeth in all of their bulletproof vests, their armored vehicles, everything. Unless it's a political stunt and attacking your political opponents using the DOJ and the FBI and whatever intelligence community they want, and then showing showing every you know it's it's basically asserting the court of public opinion. Make them look bad on TV so when they go to the polls. And vote. They're not going to want to vote for this guy. Because oh my gosh. Look he's been arrested by the FBI. So I, I, I'm trying to think. That this is kind of what they're trying to do to Trump. They got to get the court of public opinion. To turn on Trump. The problem is. Is it's backfiring. It's just pissing. You know especially the, the main Trump supporters. It's pissing them off even worse because now they're starting to see, hey, here it comes again. They're attacking him for no apparent reason. I mean, Trump wasn't there. He was, uh, I don't know, in Michigan. He was doing some rallies somewhere. So he wasn't even there when this all went down. But regardless, and it's going to tie into the, the bills, the new bills that have been passed what's going on with government power grabs and taking over private industry through legislation that the, only the Democrats pretty much have voted on to pass. 
to take more freedoms away from us. And, you know, one more thing of adding 87,000 agents to the IRS through the uh, HR 5376 bill. And like I say, we'll get into that here in a minute. So let me hurry and try and finish reading this out here. Democrats, meanwhile, have defended the raid. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told NBC on August 9th, no person is above the law. Oh, unless you're uh, Pelosi. You can drive drunk, be released immediately, pretty much. Nothing happens. You can insider trade. Nothing happens. So who are they fooling? The useful idiots that believe them? That's all I can see. The useful idiots that just hook, line, and sinker, just everything they say is absolute truth. Don't ask any questions. Just take it at face value. Don't do any digging because you're going to find the, the truth that sucks. No person is above the law. Yeah, that's right, but the FBI isn't coming in and raiding your place, Nancy Pelosi. Because I guarantee you, if the Republicans started playing dirty tricks like this, you'd start seeing a lot of people changing their tune real quick. How many people in our in our uh, Congress would start getting really nervous if this started happening the other way? Because I guarantee you, there's a lot of them that have got some really dirty stuff hiding under the under the rug at their places. The White House said on August 9th that it was not informed ahead of time of the FBI raid. So why, first of all, was they not informed? Or, second, just flat out lie. Oh, we didn't know. So now you have, you know, plausible deniability on anything. Oh, we just didn't know. Bunch of crap, people. Bunch of crap. But anyways, I'm going to take a break here real quick, and we'll get back here in just a moment. All right, and we're back. So just before I get into what is in the uh, raid warrant, since it was unsealed Friday, under a lot of pressure to get them to release it because they didn't want to. But they know how bad this looks, so they kind of had to. But I found this interesting article. Now the headline is a little little bit misleading. It's kind of clickbaity, but the article itself kind of explains it a little better. Former head of CIA suggests Trump should be executed. Well, that's a pretty strong statement, I would say. A former CIA director has suggested that former President Donald Trump should be executed after the FBI says it found classified documents at his private residence. Michael Beschloss, a historian and MSNBC contributor, well, that explains a lot, sent a tweet on Thursday that recalled people in history who were executed after sharing nuclear secrets with enemy governments. Okay, so here's the problem. They were actually sharing nuclear secrets with enemy governments. They have no evidence that Trump did any of this stuff or that he even has these documents that they claim he does. And the problem is, if they went in there and forced everybody out while they did their search and seizure of whatever documents, 
what kind of shenanigans do you think could go on to all of this that they could insert whatever amount of evidence and how is it so it's a it's a guilty and then you have to prove yourself innocent case once again so here we are the fbi goes in raids his house supposedly takes all these boxes of documents and who's to say because of the distrust and the i mean not even distrust i guess that's probably the wrong way to phrase this the uh, corruption within the higher elements of the intelligence community especially the fbi that they haven't planted something in there it's like oh well this is the stuff we recovered from his place and look what we found hmm it'd be interesting to see how this plays out rosenbergs were convicted for giving u.s nuclear secrets to moscow and were executed june 1953 he said in his tweet eventually the tweet was seen by former cia and nsa director general Michael Hayden, who responded by saying, sounds about right. Coming from someone who was in that type of position, those words are terrifying. A federal judge has ordered that the warrant used to search former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago, Florida house, be unsealed, and news organizations are reporting on what crimes President Donald Trump is being investigated for. The FBI is investigating the former president of the United States for possible violations of the Espionage Act, as well as removal or destruction of records, obstruction of an investigation which can result in fines or even imprisonment, Politico reported. The documents, which are expected to be unsealed later Friday after the Justice Department sought their public disclosure amid relentless attacks by Trump and his GOP allies, underscore, oh, what the heck, my phone is doing something weird here. Uh, uh, okay. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> uh, da, 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 where was I now? The, the documents, which are expected to be unsealed later Friday after the Justice Department sought their public disclosure amid relentless attacks by Trump and his GOP allies, underscore the extraordinary national security threat that federal investigators believed the missing documents presented. The concern grew so acute that Attorney General Merrick Garland approved the unprecedented search of Trump's estate last week. Trump's spokesperson, Taylor Butterwick, said that what the FBI did was not just unprecedented, but unnecessary. And now they are leaking lies and innuendos to try to explain away the weaponization of government against their dominant political opponent. This is outrageous. It comes after the presiding judge decided to unseal the warrant on Friday. We also know some of what was taken from the former president's home, the Wall Street Journal reported. The agents who searched his home uncovered 11 boxes of classified documents, with some marked as top secret, the journal reported. The Federal Bureau of Investigation agents took around 20 boxes of items, binders of photos, a handwritten note, and the executive grant of clemency for Mr. Trump's ally, Roger Stone. A list of items removed from the property shows. Also included in the list was information about the president of France, according to the three-page list. The list is contained in a seven-page document that also includes the warrant to search the premises, which was granted by a federal magistrate judge in Florida. The list includes references to one set of documents marked as various classified TSSCI documents, an abbreviation that refers to top-secret sensitive compartmented information it also says agents collected four sets of top secret documents three sets of secret documents three sets of confidential documents the list didn't provide any more details about the substance of the documents 
Now, I don't know how this all worked, but apparently the president uh, for life, after you've been elected president, has top secret security clearances, I guess, that want some of the highest levels. So I, I don't really know, to tell you the truth. I don't know how all that stuff works. But also, I have also heard that they can declassify any documents they want upon leaving office. So whether or not that's true, I don't know. That's just what I've heard. On Thursday, Attorney General Merrick Garland and former President Trump said that they wanted the warrant unsealed, though the team for the former president had no officially had to officially say in court on Friday by 3 p.m. Eastern. While speaking to reporters at the Department of Justice, Garland announced that the DOJ filed a motion to unseal the search warrant for Trump's Mar-a-Lago property. Garland said he personally approved the matter against the former president. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly without fear or favor, Garland said. Well, if anybody's been paying attention, you know that that is a blatant lie. Because there's plenty of evidence that would pretty much put a lot of high-profile Democrats behind bars. And yet, none of them ever get put there. Just nothing to see here. Move along, people. Much of our work is, by necessity, conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations, he said. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. Well, I wonder what that was then. What was the probable cause? Just some anonymous source saying, oh, Trump's got all these classified documents in there and some of them are nuclear secrets? Because to get him to not be eligible to run for president, they have to convict him of something so egregious that it, it, it makes him constitutionally ineligible. And that's why some people are thinking that's why he's being charged with like, or not, I don't, I, I take that back, not being charged, but accused of having nuclear secrets of some sort or another. Uh, Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search, he added. Um, And that looks like that's the end of the article. So, anyways. Let's get to this little gem right here. Judge unseals Mar-a-Lago raid warrant reveals why the FBI is investigating Trump. Seven-page warrant that authorized the FBI to search former President Donald Trump's property earlier this week was unsealed Friday, and it shows that Trump is under federal investigation for obstruction of justice and other alleged violations. Um, supposedly, I think the, uh, I don't remember the lady's name, but she was the front-runner attorney general in uh, New York. That was supposed to take Cuomo's place. But the the story is that somebody's cut her a deal to where she's going to get the uh, Senate seat 
when Chuck Schumer decides to retire, as long as she does the bidding of the Democrats and get rid of Trump. So we'll see if that plans out. So just for the record, I'm putting here on the Nielsen show. And if she becomes the Senate leader or not Senate leader, whatever the heck they call it, takes his place, Chuck Schumer's place, then there's probably a good possibility that's what the deal was. Um, Let's see, it shows right here. United States District Court, Southern District of Florida, in the matter of the search of the premises located at 1100 South Ocean Boulevard, Palm Beach, Florida, as further described in Attachment A, search and seizure warrant, any authorized law enforcement officer, an application by a federal enforcement officer or an attorney for the government requests the search of the following person or property located in the Southern District of Florida. I find the affidavit or any recorded testimony establish probable cause to search and seize the person or property described above and that such search will reveal. You are commanded to execute this warrant on or before August 19th in the daytime, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Unless delayed notice is authorized below, you must give a copy of the warrant and a receipt for the property taken to the person from whom or from whose premises the property was taken or leave the copy and receipt at the place where the property was taken. The officer executing this warrant or an officer present during the execution of the warrant must prepare an inventory as required by law and promptly return this warrant and inventory to the duty magistrate judge. Um, Pursuant to 18 U.S.C., I find that immediate notification may have an adverse result listed in 18 U.S.C., except for the delay of trial, and authorize the officer executing this warrant to delay notice to the person who or whose property will be searched or seized. Um, Let's see. Honorable Bruce Reinhardt, U.S. Magistrate Judge. Well, the story goes that Mr. Bruce Reinhardt... uh, Let me get a little better idea of who he is, because it's just kind of what I've heard. Bruce Reinhardt. Let me see here. So he was supposedly defended some people that worked for Jeffrey Epstein. So you kind of wonder if somebody doesn't have something on this guy. Uh, let's see. Bruce Reinhardt. R E I N. R E I N A R T. Let's see if it'll tell us. Judge Bruce E. Reinhardt, Southern District of Florida, was sworn in as the United States Magistrate Judge for the Southern District of Florida on March 14, 2018. Prior to taking the bench, he was in private practice for 10 years, both as a solo practitioner and as the co-chair of the White Collar Crime Practice Group of a national firm. Um, let's see. Okay, so um, let's see. Here's a fact check. Let's see what that says by USA Today. Bruce Reinhardt, who approved FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, was not appointed by Trump. Um, 
He signed off on a search warrant allowing FBI agents to search former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida, on August 8th as part of a federal investigation examining whether Trump illegally removed classified documents from the White House upon leaving office. Reinhardt quickly faced criticism from Trump supporters for the role he played in the FBI search. Amid the backlash, some social media users also spread claims that Trump appointed Reinhardt to his current position in 2018. Um, breaking report, Florida Federal Magistrate Bruce Reinhart, who approved FBI raid at Trump's home and represented several Epstein associates after leaving U.S. Attorney's Office in 2008, was appointed by Donald Trump in 2018. Reads a screenshot of a tweet shared to Facebook on August 9th. I don't have Facebook, so I didn't see that one. Um, the post, along with several in the same vein, garnered a few dozen shares, but the original tweet amassed over 24,000 likes since it was published August 9th. But Trump had nothing to do with Reinhardt's appointment in 2018. Legal experts told USA Today judges on the federal district court select magistrate judges. That's how Reinhardt was appointed, according to a press release from the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida. The president does not play a role in this process. USA Today reached out to the social media users who shared the claim for comment. Uh, magistrate judges are typically appointed by majority vote of the U.S. district judges of a court. According to the United States Court's website, they are not appointed by the president. Uh, Stephen Salzberg, professor of law at George Washington University, told USA Today in an email. Okay, so I don't know what part of that is true then as far as if he actually um uh, where was it represented the epstein associates so i don't know really if if that was true or not if this other part where he was appointed by donald trump isn't true which i didn't know i didn't hear, hear that part of it anyway so i don't know I'll have to do a little more investigation into that. So let's move on, shall we, until I can figure something else out. Um, the premise to be searched is further described as a resort club and residence located near the intersection of Southern Boulevard and South Ocean Boulevard. It is described as a mansion with approximately 58 bedrooms, 33 bathrooms on a 17-acre estate. Lo locations to be searched include the 45 office, all storage rooms, and all other rooms or areas within the premises used or available to be used by the former president of the United States and his staff and in which boxes or documents could be stored, including all structures or buildings on the estate. It does not include areas currently being occupied, rented, or used by third parties, such as Mar-a-Lago members, and not otherwise used or available to be used by the FPOTUS, FPOTUS, former president of the United States. That's kind of a stupid acronym. Uh, such as private guest suites. Attachment B, all physical documents and records constituting evidence, contraband, fruits of crime, or other items illegally possessed in violation of 18 U.S.C. or 1519, including the following. Any physical documents with classification markings along with any containers, boxes, including any other contents in which such documents are located, as well as any other containers, boxes that are collectively stored or found together with the aforementioned documents and containers, boxes. 
information including communications in any form regarding the retrieval storage or transmission of national defense information or classified material oh you mean like hillary clinton did i mean that really is illegal to do that stuff weird any government and or presidential records created between january 20th 2017 and january 20th 2021 or any evidence of the knowing alteration, destruction, or concealment of any government and or presidential records or of any documents with classification markings. Oh, you mean like what Hillary Clinton did and deleted 20 th- or 33,000 emails off of a private server at her home, not approved by the, anybody in the government other than herself. But, you know, I digress. And then it goes to the receipt for property documents, 29 box labeled A14, 30 box labeled A26, 31 box labeled A43, box labeled A13, A33. Uh, another receipt for property. Executive grant of clemency for Roger Jason Stone Jr. Uh, info on President of France, leather-bound box of documents, various classified documents, potential presidential record, binder of photos, binder of photos, handwritten note, box labeled blah, 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 miscellaneous secret documents, miscellaneous top secret documents, miscellaneous top secret documents, miscellaneous confidential documents. Now, it's stating that these were secret documents or top secret documents doesn't mean that they weren't declassified. So I can't really say, I mean, I'm the, I feel the same way. doesn't matter who it is. If they're breaking the law, they're breaking the law and should be held accountable. The problem is with the two tier justice system, only one side's getting hammered by it. And then the other side's like, well, we don't want to be like them. We don't want to tit for tat. Guess what? They're counting on that. They're counting on you not tit for tatting. Those guys are hypocrites. They didn't do this to Hillary Clinton. Once again, the communist does not care that you call them a hypocrite. Until you start knocking in their doors and arresting them and charging them with crimes, they're just going to keep going on because they don't have any repercussions. Talk is cheap. Receipt for property. Um, And then the last page is receipt of property, I think. Okay. The search and seizure warrant shows FBI agents targeted the 45 office. All storage rooms and all other rooms or areas within the premises used or available to be used by former president of the United States and his staff, and in which boxes or documents could be stored, including all structures or buildings on the estate. Agents were granted authority to seize all physical physical documents and records con- constituting evidence, contraband, fruits of crime, or other items illegally possessed. Well, they're pretty much saying the same thing over. That includes documents with classification markings and present records that were drafted between those dates. FBI didn't try to obtain access to search private guest rooms, Earlier this week, the judge ordered the Department of Justice to file a response after several groups requested the warrant unsealed. 
Federal agents also took a set of alleged top secret SCI documents, four sets of top secret documents. Uh, it's not clear what the documents entailed. And then it comes with a response. I better hurry up here before I run out of time. Trump's lawyers have argued that the former president used his authority as president to declassify the material before he departed office in early 2021. If that's true, that is a constitutional uh, deal that the president's going to do. Always has been, always, well, can't say always will be, but always has been. The Biden administration is in obvious damage control after their botched raid where they raid where they seized the president's picture books, a handwritten note, and declassified documents. Trump spokesman, spokesman Taylor Butowich told Fox News that the warrant was unsealed Friday. This raid of President Trump's home was not just unprecedented but unnecessary, and they are leaking lies and innuendos to try and explain away the weaponization of government against their dominant political opponent. This is outrageous. So once again, you know, it's like everybody's going to be screaming, oh, this is outrageous, unprecedented. You'll hear that over and over again. It's annoying as crap. They'll all be repeating the same thing on the Republican side. This is unprecedented. This is third world country, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what are you going to do about it? You sitting there saying it's unprecedented and it's making us look like a third world country does not fix the problem. <sighs> The Department of Justice on Thursday filed a motion to unseal the warrant unless Trump objects to the move. The filing came around the same time Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that he personally approved the FBI search in Florida. Not only will I not oppose the release of the documents, Trump wrote Thursday referring to the FBI's warrant, I am going a step further by encouraging the immediate release of those documents, he said. And, you know what, the funny thing is, Obama claimed all the time that this is the most transparent administration there's ever been. All while, every time anybody asks any questions about anything, oh, we can't talk about that. And not being transparent. And there's plenty of examples of President Trump. Every time something went down, he's like, release the documents. Or release the recording. Every time. So who's really being transparent? I mean, I would say President Trump has been the most transparent out of any president that I've seen. He's more than willing to, look, this is what you guys are charging me with? Put it out there then. Let the people see what's what was said or whatever. Uh, and on Friday, Trump posted that documents the FBI allegedly alleged seized were all declassified and agents. They could have had the documents anytime they wanted without playing politics and breaking into Mar-a-Lago, he added. It was in secured storage with an additional lock put on as per their request. Trump also wrote that former President Obama kept 33 million pages of documents, much of them classified. How many of them pertain to nuclear? Word is lots. The Washington Post citing unnamed sources. Oh, there we go again. This is the thing with these journalists, or supposed journalists, they're always citing unnamed or anonymous sources. Well, why is that? Well, because they're probably just making the crap up. Reported Thursday that some documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items sought by the FBI, but Trump on Friday morning said the report is a hoax and a continuation of the Trump-Russia collusion narrative that was pushed by legacy news outlets starting in late 2016. 
Republicans have said the unprecedented FBI raid is a politicized attempt to target a former president who is currently mulling a 2024 run. Since Monday, several GOP lawmakers have called on federal agencies to release the affidavit, which would provide more details as to what information the FBI was acting upon when it attempted to obtain the warrant. Senator Lindsey Graham wrote on Twitter Friday, the Department of Justice must release the information as to why a warrant was necessary, not what was taken. They can redact the names and other sensitive information, but DOJ must lay their cards on the table. Now, part of the problem is that if there is a supposedly nuclear stuff and they, they go in and redact names and whatever else they can essentially go in and they'll redact everything so you don't really even know and then they'll release the documents but everything will be blacked out and it won't make sense because everything is redacted and the public will have no clue so i mean it's a stupid game that we keep playing over and over again and it's getting irritating (laughs) to say the least So, I'm getting close to our break time here, and I want to get into these lovely bills that were passed that the Democrats were just so giddy to get passed. Uh, Even one of them, our lovely Vice President Kamala Harris, just gleaming to cast the winning vote in the Senate to get these passed. So this is definitely partisan bills. So when these things go into an act, you know, some of them don't even take place until down the road In the, that are in this bill. So it'll get forgotten about that it was the Democrats that passed them. So in a few years, when stuff really gets horrible and they'll have 87,000 more possibly armed IRS agents out there, coming and knocking on your door, or who knows, and, you know, that realm of the world, which isn't here where the rest of us live, they might just come in the middle of the night and bang your door down and come and want all your tax documents. I don't think that's really too far-fetched these days. But anyways, we'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. So I found a, uh, uh, I'll do at the end of this show the things from my Instagram because I, I save all kinds of interesting things on there. Um, but it was from Liz Wheeler, and it says, People who haven't been raided by the FBI. Pedophiles associated with Jeffrey Epstein, Hillary Clinton, Hunter Biden, or Swalwell for sleeping with a Chinese spy. I don't know if you knew about that whole deal that happened. He's on the Senate or House Intelligence Committee, was sleeping with a Chinese spy, got caught, called out for it, was not reprimanded for it. And like I said, things just kept going on as they were always going on. Who knows? He might still be sleeping with that lady. Feng Feng was what they called her. (sighs) I tell you what. If this is not a third world country yet, it's dang close. Because uh, I think it was Dana White. He was asked kind of about this Trump stuff, and this was his response. 
Uh, another one of your friends, Donald Trump, yeah. just had his place raided. I was wondering if you had any thoughts about that. Yeah, um, I, it's it's madness, man. The, the whole the whole the whole world is crazy right now. Some people have mentioned that we now live in a post-constitutional America or a banana republic. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to think about any of that stuff. I, I again, because I don't know enough about it. But uh, yeah, I can think of about you know w without getting political right now and getting into all this and bullshit. But there's ten other people's houses that probably should have been raided before before his that haven't happened. So be interesting to see how this plays out. Hmm. <laughs> He's got a point. You know, at least 10 other people's places. Uh, another one of your friends. Whoops. Yeah, that the FBI should be raiding. And in the past should have raided. But instead they give him a, a notice. Hey, uh, we need you to turn over this evidence, you know, when you get around to it and can gather it all up and give it to us, please. That's how this two-tiered system has been working. And, you know, I, I, I know that it's there's enough useful idiots out there still that won't believe if you slapped them in the face with the evidence that this is going on. This Joe Biden is great. <laughs> the FBI is not corrupt. I mean, they're they're cheering on this stuff that's going on. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to, uh, oh, I got uh, another article here from the Trump response to nuclear documents reports from the Epic Times again. Former President Donald Trump said reports to the FBI was allegedly searching for documents on nuclear weapons at his Mar-a-Lago residence is a hoax and listened to it, it oh, and likened it to years-long claims that he was a Russian agent. Uh, how many other people did they, I mean, Tulsi Gabbard of all people, she was a Democrat from Hawaii representative. Uh, ran for president and Hillary Clinton tried to uh, dime her out as, oh, yeah, she's an active mili U.S. military uh, Russian agent because Tulsi, for the most part, seems to be pretty logical. She's served in the military, I think might even currently still be serving in the military. Um, so if she really was, you know, a Russian spy or whatever she was claiming she was. uh She's still in the military. I, and I'm pretty sure still active military. So that was a, just another one of those lies. But, you know, they get away with it because, oh, it's just, you know, it's just politics. I was just trying to win an election. So that gives you the right to just lie about anything or anyone. This is where our whole system is falling apart. Because none of these people that lie in the government are ever held accountable and more and more people are coming to this conclusion and understanding it now because it is the age of internet and everybody's phone's a little supercomputer you can get all this stuff on there so anyways nuclear weapons issue is a hoax just like russia 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 was a hoax two impeachments were a hoax the Mueller investigation was a hoax and much more Trump wrote on Truth Social on Friday morning. The former president alleged that the same sleazy people are involved, which I wouldn't doubt, in making allegations about nuclear weapons and questioned why FBI, 
FBI agents did not allegedly allow his lawyers to inspect their work at Mar-a-Lago on Monday. The FBI, he said, made his team wait outside in the heat and wouldn't let them get even close. So like I say, once again, if you've got a partisan judicial system, uh, they could have planted whatever they wanted in there and come out with it. Oh, look what we found in these documents. You know, because if nobody's there inside being able to watch what they're doing. I mean, this this has happened not just to political people in other countries. But this happens to regular citizens, unfortunately, more than it should. And here we are again. Anonymous sources told the Washington Post and other legacy media... On Thursday night, the classified documents related to nuclear weapons were being searched by the FBI. It's not clear if the FBI agents recovered anything. You notice how these uh, media outlets always have these anonymous sources reporting stuff to them. Which means... In my opinion, they are worthless sources. Because if they are just, yeah, you could be making it up. Or somebody else within the government that's a connection to them, just giving them a, a headline and a story and a narrative to go off of. That they can push that narrative any direction they want. And they could make whatever else they wanted up to make that narrative go that direction. You know, and Trump said this many times. It's like, it's not me they're after. They're after you, but I'm just in their way. And, you know, it's starting to seem like it's fairly true here. Neither the FBI nor the Department of Justice has issued public comments on the latest allegation. And both agencies have not elaborated on why agents took the unprecedented step of raiding the home of a former president. The former commander-in-chief also made reference to a dossier of mostly debunked claims penned by ex-British spy Christopher Steele, who was hired by an opposition research firm that was in turn used by a Democrat-aligned law firm on behalf of Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. In late 2019, the Department of Justice's Inspector General Michael Horowitz found there were numerous errors and omissions when the FBI applied for secretive warrants to surveil members of Trump's 2016 campaign. It's amazing this has only, only, only gone one way. Trump lawyer Christina Bob told Fox News on Thursday that the Washington Post reports are a bid to sow fear among the American population. This is what the Democrats do. They don't have any good reason for doing what they did. The pathetic presser that Merrick Garland held for three minutes was insufficient, so they had to create fear. Bob, I'm guessing it's Bob, it may be Bob told the outlet, adding, they are not on solid ground. They had to come up with something that would potentially terrify the American public into freely giving up their constitutional freedoms. And that's essentially what this government right now keeps doing. They're taking more and more of our personal freedoms, and we are sitting here letting them do it. More details. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Thursday said he personally approved FBI search but could not discuss what 
or why federal law enforcement agents were investigating. He spoke just moments after the Department of Justice filed a motion to unseal the search warrant in the case. Coming a day after a judge in the case ordered the agency to file a response in request to several groups requested to unseal it. Court documents filed by the Justice Department said that the public's clear and powerful interest in understanding what occurred under these circumstances weighs heavily in favor of unsealing. The motion to unseal parts of the warrant, including a redacted property receipt listing items seized pursuant to the search, was signed off by U.S. Attorney Juan Gonzalez, as well as a DOJ official in counterintelligence, Jay Brock. On Thursday night, Trump wrote on social media that he agreed the warrant could be made public. Not only will I not oppose the release of documents related to the un-American, unwarranted, and unnecessary raid and break-in of my home in Palm Beach, Florida, Mar-a-Lago, I am going a step further by encouraging the immediate release of those documents, even though they have been drawn up by radical left Democrats, wrote the former president. It was Trump himself who confirmed the FBI raid on his Truth Social account on Monday evening. Following the disclosure, top Republicans called on the Justice Department to release documents and provide reason for the escalation. So anyways, now you kind of get a, a grasp of what happened there with that whole thing. If you hadn't heard it or maybe you've heard everything about it, I don't know. Hey, I'm just, re- you know, I, I come in late to this because I want to see kind of what's coming in. I don't want to be the first one. I just want to be more right than anything. Um, so let's see. In more disappointing news. Uh, the hr 5376 inflation reduction act of 2022 oh boy here we go so (laughs) this is why i wish you know i would rather just save ourselves the headache and pay these people to stay home and not create laws we we really can do with no more laws like probably ever I, I mean, there's so many thousands and tens and thousands, I mean, probably hundreds of thousands of laws since this country was, since its inception, we'll just say 1776, you know, when we actually started creating a, a Congress and stuff to create laws for this new country. Uh, and it's kind of been an experiment ever since to see, you know, how we want to be governed, essentially. I mean... People came to America to get away from oppression and tyranny in their own own countries under the kings and monarchies and whoever else it was. And that, I think, is what we don't get taught in history anymore. Um, And they're trying to rewrite the history as to their vision of what it was. You know, like we were... Uh, built upon slavery it's like there was a very small percentage of the people that came here to start a new life that along with the rest of the world of the time was into the slave trade it was cheap labor essentially i mean we still do that just we don't call it slavery anymore (laughs) uh so let's just go into this bill here oh boy if you weren't already upset enough I mean, I don't even know why anybody listens to this show. It's kind of depressing. Um, Shown here, passed in the Senate, 8-7 of 2022. 
Committee on Finance, Deficit Reduction, Corporate Tax Reform. Part one, this bill imposes an alternative minimum tax of 15% of the average annual, annual adjusted financial statement income of domestic corporations. Um, that exceeds $1 billion over a specified three-year period. The tax is effective in taxable years beginning after December 31st, 2022. So what that does is it gives all these giant corporations time for their lawyers to go through and find the loopholes and or figure out a way to cut their tax burden. Now that is either by passing on a lot of that cost to us or you, the consumer, or they find other countries that they can move their businesses to to avoid the high tax rates. That is one of the major reasons why most of our big corporations, Apple, uh, all of these other big, big companies, outsource all their parts and the manufacturing. They usually do all of the, you know, the technical stuff here, Silicon Valley. But anytime they've got to build anything, it comes from cheap labor in third world countries, Vietnam, uh, Taiwan, China. India even, you know, but it depends on how those countries all change their tax rates too. They just move from one place to the other to mitigate that tax burden. So it's it's a scam. And uh, I think this is the one that um, they're trying to impose this through other countries that everybody. So this, this basically makes it so corporations can't escape. There's nowhere to escape to. So they're encouraging all countries that are on board with all this World Economic Forum stuff to charge a 15% tax corporate tax rate. Um, let's see. Part two, excise tax on repurchase of corporate stock. The bill imposes a 1% excise tax on the fair market value of stock repurchased by a domestic corporation after 2022 with certain exceptions. Um, it doesn't say what those are. Uh, prescription drug pricing reform. So the problem here is, is the government is slowly but surely taking over control of these companies, not without, without actually taking ownership of them. They regulate them into their compliance, which essentially is taking them over in the, in the larger scheme of it to where you're not giving these companies any option of actually being a, a separate entity of the government and that's exactly what this public-private partnership is with a lot of these corporations and stuff that'll just sign on it's like oh okay yeah we'll just do whatever you tell us to do and you know you'll kind of semi leave us alone for the most part um that's exactly pretty close to about what happened in venezuela they came in, started taking over companies. Oh, the government knows how to run that better than you do, so we'll we'll figure out how to do this. They did it in the energy part of the country first. They took over the oil and gas pipelines. Uh, no maintenance got done on them after that. So pretty much they had holes in the lines years later that could have been prevented had it been still a private company. And then next thing you know, you have energy shortages in the country. 
because, you know, them government officials, they're just smarter and they know better than you how to run your business. So they're going to either, well, Axine Waters actually let it slip in a disposition uh, with the oil and gas execs where she essentially slipped and said, you know, we're going to, if you guys don't do what we tell you to do, we're essentially just going to take over and do it for you. That is socialism Socialism in action. When the government takes it over, it's over. You don't get it back. They don't give it back. They run it into the ground like everything else. And as soon as the taxpayers don't have any money to pay them, and we're all dirt poor, living in the streets because you will own nothing and be happy. You know, we can all start these bum camps all over the all over the country, all over the world by the time we're done with this. <sighs> so anyways, it goes through a bunch of drug price negotiation crap, what they'll pay from Medicare, yada, yada, Affordable Care Act subsidies, Energy Security, Subtitle D. The bill modifies and extends through the 2024 tax credits for producing electricity from renewable resources, specifically for wind, biomass, geothermal, and solar, landfill, gas, trash, qualified hydropower, and marine and hydrokinetic resources. For investment in certain energy properties, solar, fuel cells, waste energy recovery, combined heat and power, small wind property, and microturbine property, and for alternative fuels and fuel mixtures and biodiesel and renewable diesel. The bill creates a new tax credits for qualifying zero-emission nuclear power produced and sold after 2023, the sell or mixture of sustainable aviation fuel beginning in 2020. They start doing that crap. I don't know if I'm going to ever want to fly again. They start regulating this crap in that doesn't work, and you want to start seeing planes dropping out of the sky because they're running this crap fuel. Uh Let's see, where was I? Uh, the production of clean electricity and for investment in zero emissions, electricity, electricity generation facilities, or energy storage technology, domestic clean fuel production beginning in 2025, and the domestic production and sale of qualifying solar and wind components. The bill modifies and extends through 2032 the tax credit for non-business energy property and increases its rate to 30%. With certain limitations, the new energy efficient home credit and the tax credit for alternate fuel refueling property expenditures. Um, if so many people had bought into all of this, you know, climate change catastrophe stuff, don't you think they would just willingly do a lot of this stuff? You don't have to be bribed to do it. Or is it just so damn expensive that nobody can afford to do it if they wanted to? The bill modifies requirements for the tax deduction for energy-efficient commercial buildings. The bill creates a new credit for commercial clean vehicles and modifies the refundable tax credit for the purchase of plug-in electric vehicles and previously owned electric vehicles. The bill permanently reinstates the hazardous substance superfund financing rate for certain excise tax, including an excise tax on domestic crude oil and imported petroleum products at the rate of 16.4 cents per barrel, in 2023, adjusted annually for inflation, the bill makes permanent the increased rate of the coal excise tax for funding the Black Lung Disability Trust Fund. 
The bill increases the amount of the research tax credit that may be applied against the payroll tax liabilities of certain small businesses. Oh, small businesses. Wow. Okay. The bill re reinstates the current suspension until 2025 of the tax deduction for state and local taxes and extends the limitation on excess business losses of non-corporate taxpayers. Uh, Title II, Committee on Agricultural, Nutrition, and Forestry. Um, bill provides funding to the Department of Agriculture for a variety of programs related to conservation and renewable energy. Uh, the Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs uh, provides additional funding for the president to carry out activities under the Defense Production Act of 1950. The act confers on the president a broad set of authorities to influence domestic industry in order to provide essential materials and goods for the national defense. Now, there's been an argument against this about climate change. So if the president declares there's a climate emergency, uh, I, I, this is why I'm guessing this, this is in here, because it's given the president additional funding to carry out the Defense Production Act. If so, he deems that, you know, somebody tells him essentially, because he, I don't think he's coherent enough to figure it out on his own. So if somebody tells them, hey, we need to, we really need to get on this climate emergency. He can declare an emergency on the climate. And then he can enact the Defense Production Act with the funds that they've just given him. And then he can basically, it's not asking that uh, companies to do this and still be able to make a profit. It tells them, hey, under this Defense Production Act, you have to do this. And essentially on the backside of it, if you ask me, that's taking over private business. Um, let's see, what else is in here? Committee on Commerce, Science and Transportation. The bill provides funding for coastal communities, coastal and marine habitats, weather forecasting, and aviation technology. For example, the bill provides funding to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the NOAA, including funding for coastal communities so they can prepare for extreme storms and other changing climate conditions, NOAA facilities, fisheries laboratories, and national marine sanctuaries facilities, weather research and forecasting innovations, and acquiring a Hurricane Hunter aircraft. Now, why in the world do you need a Hurricane Hunter aircraft? If there's a hurricane, we have satellites that can pick it up. And number two, you can look out on the ocean. Hey, there it is. I don't think India spend, you know, however many millions of dollars this aircraft is going to cost. In addition, the bill provides funding to the Department of Transportation for a program that awards grants for projects that produce, transport, blend, or store sustainable aviation fuel or develop, demonstrate, or apply low-emission aviation technologies. <sighs> Title V, Committee on it. I mean, this is going to be like a three-hour episode just in explaining this bill, this one bill. And this is only like one of the two. The other one was some kind of I think another infrastructure bill or something like that. So I'm going to kind of 
paraphrase through some of this just so we can get through it. <laughs> uh, and it looks like I'm coming up on 25 minutes here too. So maybe what I will do is I will take a quick break and we'll come back into this because it will start out here on the energy and natural resources part of it. So we shall be right back in a split second. Okay, we are right back into it. Title 5, Committee on Energy and Natural Resources, Subtitle A, Energy, Part 1, General Provisions. The bill provides funding to the Department of Energy for a variety of programs concerning energy rebates, energy efficiency in buildings, electric transmissions, advanced industrial facilities, and other energy matters. Part 2, Residential Efficiency and Electrification Rebates. For example, the bill provides funding for DOE for a homes rebate program that awards grants to state energy offices. Under the program, states must provide rebates to homeowners and aggregators for certain whole house energy saving retrofits made for low and moderate income households. In addition, funding is provided to DOE for a high efficiency electric home rebate program that awards grants to state energy offices and Indian tribes. Under the program, rebates must be given for qualified electrification projects in low or moderate income households. Uh, part three, building efficiency and resilience. Um, that's the ANSI standards, blah, blah, blah. DOE loan and grant programs. Electric transmission. The bill provides funding to DOE for a program that provides loans for the construction or modification of electric transmission facilities that are located within a national interest electric transmission corridor. Further, DOE is authorized to make grants to facilitate the siting of interstate uh, electricity transmission lines. In addition, the bill provides funding to DOE for interregional inter and offshore wind electricity transmission planning, modeling, and analysis. Uh, so I wonder if a lot of this money is going to go to PPE, PP&E, I think is what they're called, in California, the power company down there. You know, they're the ones that uh, didn't maintain their lines and had a line drop and caused a major fires there last year. Um, let's see. So if, essentially our taxpayers' money will go back to these companies to, I don't know, into the revolving door. <laughs> Uh, energy matters, natural resources, general provisions, public lands. The bill provides funding to the Department of Interior to carry out projects for the conservation, protection, and resiliency of lands and resources administered by the National Park Service and the Bureau of Land Management and conservation and ecosystem and habitat restoration projects on lands administered by the NPS and the BLM. It also provides funding to the NPS to hire more employees and carry out priority deferred maintenance projects, drought response, and preparedness. So I'm just curious, is there not enough private contractors that could get these contracts to do this stuff? Instead, we're just going to hire more employees into the federal government to do these projects that are there all the time. Versus, hey, here's the contractors we need for this project. And then when the project's over, they go away. They're off the payroll. Ugh. Tell you what, that's why I keep my hair short. So I'm not pulling it out. Offshore wind, fossil fuel resources. Oh, let's see what this says. In addition, the bill modifies several provisions related to oil and gas leasing on public lands. For example, it increases the minimum royalty rates for oil and gas leases on federal land, 
as well as offshore land in the OCS. It also increases rental rates and minimum bidding standards for onshore oil and gas leases and establishes a new fee that must be paid by any person who nominates public lands for such leasing. Further, it requires royalties to be paid for methane gas extracted from federal lands, including offshore lands, as specified by the bill. So essentially what they're doing is pricing out companies from wanting to do business on public land. Thus for making you pay more at the pump for buying it from Kuwait and the Saudi nations and having it shipped over here. On a ginormous boat that runs on a diesel-powered engine. Makes sense, right? Why not? United States Geological Survey, Environmental Reviews, Public Works, Air Pollution. I mean, I don't really want to go through all this. It's so freaking large. Committee on Indian Affairs. uh, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Tell you what. It's uh, congress.gov backslash bill 117th congress backslash house bill 5376 or just google or i don't use google but search hr 5376 go to the congress.gov site on that it'll pull you up you can read all about it because i'm just getting burned out on all this stuff i don't know about everybody else Um, there's also, if you really want to see pretty much everything and, uh, a good way to look through all the bills, Senate bills, house bills. So they're, uh, labeled as SB and whatever the number is, or HB in the number that's Senate bill, house bill. That's where it originated from. So that's how it deciphers where the bill came from. Um, go to legiscan.com. And it'll take you to their their homepage. You can go through and look at, you can filter through. So if you want to look at the Senate, just Senate bills. Um, if they're passed, enrolled, introduced, vetoed, scheduled, it, it lets you filter out all the bull crap. But I mean, I've uh, this is U.S. legislation 2021-2022 and just the past legislation is I don't know how many pages worth of bills that have been passed between the Senate and the House. Let's see, there's one, two, three, four, at least four different pages with probably 25 to a page of all these bills. And then you can actually go in and check out the details. Oh, here's uh, SB 3522 passed, uh, became public law on the May 9th of this year temporarily waive certain requirements related to the president's authority to lend or lease defense articles if the defense articles are intended for Ukraine's government or the government of other Eastern European countries affected by Russia's... Oh, let's look at the details. Uh, Ukraine's government's governments by Russia's invasion of Ukraine for the fiscal year 2022 and fiscal year 2022. An agreement to lend or lease defense articles under this bill shall not be subject to certain requirements and provisions that typically apply to such lend-lease agreements, including a requirement that generally prohibits a loan or lease period 
from exceeding five years, the president must establish expedited procedures to ensure the timely delivery of defense articles loaned or leased to Ukraine under this bill. He's got tracking information, sponsors, uh, a lot of Republican names on there. Um, yeah, I mean, it gives you all the dirt. So if you want to see their uh, voting records on certain bills, that's the site to go to. Once again, that's legiscan.com. Um, and then, like I say, you can filter through whatever else it is you wanted. So with that... Let's just go to things from my Instagram, shall we? Let's end this on on somewhat a fun note. Uh, let's see. This is the White House press secretary. And Ducey is asking her if the White House is weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponent. And her name is Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh, supposedly she was nominated to that spot because she's a black lesbian. I guess that's your qualifications these gay, these date, these gays. <laughs> uh, that was my Freudian slip. Oops. Uh, no, but anyways, that's that's the this administration's qualifications. If you're a person of color, if you're a woman of color, or if you're into the special class of LGBTQ plus Z, W, I don't know, whatever that whole thing is. Um, let's see what this one says. There a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First... First of all, we're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay, we're no, just we're just it, not going to comment our, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against, against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout his time in office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department, and the FBI against political opponents. Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no? Just no, that is, no, it's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question. Okay. And I'm, no, no, I'm answering the question and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment. Last night proved that Joe Biden is a dick. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty uh, hilarious, if you ask me. That She has got to be the most unqualified person ever. I mean, at least with uh, Jen Psaki, you know, she was quick enough with her tongue to, to spin you in circles and not answer the question at the same time. <laughs> All while giving you some lies to, to quell your thirst for a second until you're like trying to figure out, okay, what did she just tell me again? This lady just has no answer to anything if it's a real question, and especially questioning the integrity of this administration. Uh, it's it's actually quite hilarious to even just watch the clips of her trying to answer any of these questions. Oh, and uh, let's see, here's Nancy Pelosi after her 
Taiwan Chinese visit, wherever it was over there. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a little bit. Democracy, yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. <laughs> Crazy Nancy. Uh, must be getting paid off by the Chinese to say nice things about them. Uh, you know, they're the freest society, one of the freest societies in the world. The CCP. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I actually liked it when they were calling themselves the PRC, the People's Republic of China, because uh, that was just about as laughable. Um, it's a communist dictatorship. If you go against the government there, you disappear. I mean, they essentially own their citizens. Because if you step out of line... Guaranteed somebody's coming and banging in your door. Is that starting to sound familiar with what's going on around here? I don't know. Just, just putting that out there. What else we got here on... Oh, let's see. There was another... Here's another Nancy Pelosi. She's always a good entertainment. We still support the One China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a little bit. Democracy, yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. I don't know why this clip is priced. Now, that was uh, is a communist. She uh, a interview, a clip of an interview. I think it was Katie Couric or somebody like that that was commenting in the background. So that's the other voice you kind of heard in there. It was on Benny Johnson's page. <laughs> um, oh, so before I get too far out of here, the pieces on uh, the Internal Revenue Service. This is from the Heritage Foundation. The Internal Revenue Service, 2,159 special agents, 21.3 million spent on guns and ammunition, 4,500 guns, 5 million rounds of ammunition. How many of the new 87,000 agents will be armed? Well, that is the question, right? So, uh, from the CDC's page... And they now have taken it down, so you won't be able to go see it. Uh, from the IRS, major duties. Adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially in maintaining honesty and integrity. Work a minimum of 50 hours per week, which may include irregular hours. And be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. Maintain the level of fitness necessary necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job, carry a firearm, and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. 
who do you think those people will be coming after? Because the majority of America is middle and poor class. If that's what you want to consider us anymore, <laughs> uh, we're subjects. And the subjects are the ones that are going to get the doors pounded in. And that's why I can't say more than not to make sure you have firearms and know how to use them. Because when, uh, let's see, what was it, Paul Revere saying the British are coming? It's kind of the same thing. They're coming. It may not be all at once, but they're coming. And they're not looking for the other people that are the useful idiots first. They're going to come looking for the people that are dissidents. And that's who they're going to come banging in the doors. And I don't know about everybody else, but I'm protecting my property and my family. So I suggest everybody else do that too. And maybe they'll start thinking twice about what their job description entails. Anyways, moving on. What else we got here? Um, boy, so much good stuff here. I don't even really know where to go. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, there was a really good one. Where was it? Right. Dang it. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, here's another Jean Pierre, whatever her name is. When, uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional, unconstitutional action by them, a right that was around for almost 50 years, a right that women had to make a decision on their bodies and how they want to start their families. I don't think... That was the overturn of Roe versus Wade. It was never a constitutional law. It was just a law. And most people say that it was, shouldn't have been a national law. It's the whole mentality of let's put everybody in the same box because everybody thinks the same. Everybody feels the same. Everybody is the same. But yet at the same time, everybody's different. <laughs> but, you know, instead of just letting individual states run their own thing and actually be accountable to their constituents... Let's make a federal law that is not a constitutional law. Has nothing to do with the con nowhere in the Constitution does it say you are hereby given the God-given right of killing another human being from coming into existence. I don't know, you know, however you want to put that. So that's what I mean. That's what I said. It's just one press secretary after the next i mean that i i would say probably the king of them was jay carney back in the obama days and then jen Psaki second and now this jean pierre whatever her name is uh third of probably the biggest liars first of all second of all incompetent to do their jobs like uh, 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 uh well uh, you know and that's the director of the FBI, uh, I mean, all these, Merrick Garland, all of them, when they're asked real questions by especially the Republicans or even more conservative reporters that'll actually ask them hard questions, they start studying around and, uh, and just basically go to the default of, 
well, I don't know, or I don't have that information right now, or I wasn't aware, you know, I'm just learning this on the news like everyone else. It's like, if you're that incompetent, you should not be in that position. If you don't know what's going on in your department, resign. Please do us all a favor. Um, Let's see, what else? There was another really good one here, but I don't remember which one it was. Um... Dang it. I'm unprepared here. New about the New Age movement. I know it's right here somewhere. If I can just... Oh, the other thing that was really interesting was uh, the TikTok stuff. But anyway, so I'll get to that here in a second. Um, <laughs> oh, here it is. Taxes work in America. You fill out your own tax form and you tell the government what you think you owe it. Now you're going to work it out at the point of a gun. Yes. So the IRS budget is going from 12 billion a year to 80 billion a year. And the direction in this legislation is for the IRS to hire 87,000 new agents. So before the legislation even passed, the IRS posted a public ad for agents, IRS agents, major duty, carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Up until the present time or whenever this legislation passes, only members of the criminal investigation division of the IRS, which is a very small portion of it, just a few thousand employees were allowed to carry guns. Now, of course, the vast majority of IRS agents will be carrying guns. The IRS is not going to target just Republican taxpayers. They're going to target a class of taxpayers, probably those reporting between $75,000 and $250,000 a year. That's where most of the audits occur. But why the firearms is beyond me. Oh, and before this legislation even passed, in the past year, the IRS has purchased more than $700,000 worth of handguns and ammunition. Something bad is coming down. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work. That's why it's going to work. <laughs> and there's not enough people, I don't think, in this country anymore willing to fight for their freedoms because freedom is hard it is it just is and most people have, haven't been haven't grown up having to do hard things uh, especially anybody that's younger than probably 30 i would say it's just a different generation of people i mean oh, you know there still is a lot of them that have gone to war in iraq and the middle east But the growing number of people that are going to college and being indoctrinated and just demoralized into hating America and not understanding the true tradition of what the experiment of coming here to America was and what that meant to the people that came here originally. There was this new land that didn't have a king. They didn't have somebody throwing down overburdening taxes on everything you owned. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, we do. That's called the federal government. <laughs> oh, shoot. Dang it. 
I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> uh, John Voigt here. He's got a little uh, thing on Trump's whole thing going on. This is now a cruel world. It's of intention. He shall be charged for what? For being straightforward? For allowing all to understand the meaning of America, land of the free? Is this a medieval time, a time when being wrongly condemned is to be expected? My fellow Americans, we must not allow our nation to crawl into a hole. We must not allow evil to overtake us all. Let us show who's boss. My friends of all color, race, spirituality of all religions, let's use our power, the power we came to earth for, for good, for love, for peace, for truth. It's the God-given power, the power of the Almighty. And let us all pray that Donald Trump rises from this evil act upon him, makes a comeback stronger than ever. They may try to knock down and tear down this man, but one thing is for sure, President Donald Trump will show the American people the truth. My fellow Americans, barbaric actions against Trump will only prove that the evil ones are afraid of the truth being exposed and the greed and deceit will only show that the Democrat fools are guilty of lies, tricks, and corrupt abuse toward the only president who has the best interest of the American people in this country, the United States of America. He who resides with evil will be brought to his knees for redemption. And God should show all the truth that President Trump was the only man that was beaten down by lies. And now, my friends, he will prove to all that liberty will show itself once again with the hands, the knowledge, the love, the sweat and tears of each and every man and woman who is proud to be an American. We will prevail. We will not fail. For now, let us come together and allow the truth to finally open up the gates for this nation's glory. Our hope, our future, our children, our love for one another, and our greatest choices, our free will, our home, the land of the free. God bless America. And let's bring President Trump back to help once again the tree of life, the Statue of Liberty, God's glory. Much love to you. Uh, John Voigt. Um, let's see here. Shoot him down to my 26 minutes here. Um, almost up to my 30 minute time limit. Kind of hate this platform because of that. I just like to drag it through without all these breaks. Dang it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm going to take a quick break once again. Be right back and we'll finish up our last little segment with things from my Instagram in a moment. Now back with the final segment of things from my Instagram, and there is a lot of them, so let's just go to it. Everything we learn in the establishment-controlled education systems is specifically designed to program our minds away from the truth. Physics is wrong. Medicine is wrong. History is wrong. Everything we are taught in textbooks is mainly wrong and this is done purposefully so we don't understand how to move our bodies how to feed our bodies what really happened in the past what technology can really do these days all of these things 
if we learn them, would help us empower ourselves, would help us actually understand what's really going on with our reality. Hmm. That's interesting. That's probably why I saved it. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's go with this one. The idea that the entire global economy could experience this kind of recession, inflation, price increases, supply chain issues because Russia invaded Ukraine. I mean, on some level, you've got to recognize that that's just absurd. <laughs> that's uh, Nick Freitas. He's a representative from somewhere I don't remember. Here he is again. So the Washington Post recently did an article which said that the main transmission point for monkeypox is men having sex with other men, usually in situations where it's random anonymous partners. However, health experts and HIV activists have said that we can't call for abstinence or maybe just a slowing down of such activity because it would be stigmatizing, ineffective, and, quote, wouldn't work. These are, however, the same health experts that demanded your four-month-old wear a mask on a plane. Otherwise, you wanted everyone to die. He's got a lot of good stuff. That, you know, he's a little bit more informed than most people. Um, where was he again? Right, right here with another one. We'll just do. His. Remember when uh, certain people got mad at Elon Musk for trying to buy Twitter for forty-four billion because, quote, he could solve world hunger with that much money. Well, those same people just gave the IRS twice as much as they would need to solve world hunger. Let's see what happens. Selective outrage. <laughs> that's what that's called. I would just like to gently point out that if the Federal Reserve printing trillions of dollars for politicians to spend actually worked, then it would have worked. Yet we still keep doing it. <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, here's, here's the typical answer from the White House press secretary. Tell us anything more. Was he watching the news? Was he scrolling Twitter? Did someone in his staff flag it for him? I can tell you this. He was not, uh, aware of, 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 uh, of, of the, uh, was it the Mar-a-Lago raid? I don't know what you guys are calling it. Is that true? Um... I don't know. Yeah. 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 It is. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> so it ended that clip with a, uh, a clip from uh, the office. <laughs> but it's like every time they're asked a serious question, they don't know exactly how to lie about it. So then they start stuttering and, uh, 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 uh well, I don't know. You guys are calling it the Marilago raid, I guess. We had no clue that this was happening. <laughs> it's pathetic, really. I mean, I don't think they understand how bad they look. <laughs> it's just a bad look. Oh, uh, what else have we got here? Corporate media muddies the water. Sources tell ABC News there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Sources say there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Sources also telling ABC News there's been a strong reaction from some extreme groups online, including QAnon and other groups. There has been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Including those that were active before January 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th. Involved in the January 6th insurrections. Including those that were active prior to the January 6th riot. Some have been calling for violence 
and even a civil war. Some of them include calls for violence and even a civil war. Some of them include calls for violence in online forums and even civil war. This was the top comment on the search on the pro-Trump site, McDonald, last night. Quote, lock and load with references to a civil war. Talking very violently about civil war. Searches for civil war spikes. They're talking about civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. This is the kind of violence that led to the January 6th attack. Now you know why I don't watch corporate media. Because when something happens, the email gets sent out or however they get the talking points. And it runs rampant like a disease. So now you see why people that still watch any of these uh, media outlets think the way they think. Because when you're being told this all the time and you're still putting faith that the media is giving you the truth... That's what garbage you get. Let's see. What else do we have here? What's this one? It's been less than two days since the extraordinary raid on former President Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. And we're starting to see the political fallout now. And the results are pretty extraordinary. And listen, this was a high-profile event with devastating images blasted all around the world. I mean, just look at this. That's an army of FBI agents storming into a former president's home. They've got long rifles, brandished boxes and boxes of documents. The intention here was clear, to make Donald Trump look like he's Al Capone, like he's a criminal. It's to damage Donald Trump politically. We're starting to see the results of the initial reaction to this, and it looks like the first big winner in all of this politically is this guy. It's Donald Trump. Because <laughs> you can't see what I'm seeing here, so I'll fill in some of the blanks That's for right. you. It appears that the initial political winner in the fallout of the raid on Donald Trump's home to make Donald Trump look really bad is, in fact, Donald Trump. Just look at this headline from the Associated Press. GOP rallies around Trump following FBI search of his estate. In fact, they go on to speculate that the raid on his home has galvanized support amongst Republican politicians just when it was starting to crack a little bit. In fact, this raid even seemed to wake up soon-to-be Speaker Kevin McCarthy from a summer slumber. He sent out a devastating statement promising an investigation of Merrick Garland. Even potential GOP rivals for the Republican nomination in 24 threw their support to Donald Trump. Governor DeSantis of Florida. Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota. Even Trump-hating sort of Republican Larry Hogan of Maryland cast suspicion on Biden's administration for this move. Speaking of Trump-hating politicians, this seems to have been a moment of rare bipartisanship as we had Democrats even casting doubt on the Biden administration's work here. Andrew Yang, who just ran for the presidential nomination for the Democrats, and even former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Even skeptical media figures seem to be supporting Donald Trump in certain cases. David Marcus of the New York Post, no huge cheerleader for Donald Trump, says that suddenly this makes the president look like a sympathetic figure. And even notorious Trump hater Meghan McCain. The ex-president of the United States is either about to be charged with a dramatic and possibly heinous crime by the FBI, or his supporters and Republicans alike are going to become so angry that the political ramifications will be felt like an atomic bomb in midterms and beyond. I, for one, hope the FBI didn't just make Trump a martyr and usher him into the 2024 nomination 
on a silver platter. It is pretty extraordinary to see all the support thrown Donald Trump's way from Trump-hating members of the media and Trump-hating Republican politicians and every prominent Republican in the House of Representatives. They're all jumping on board and throwing their support to Donald Trump. It's almost like an in-kind contribution this raid was. Maybe that's why we're seeing a report coming out of a private meeting that the president had with Republican members of Congress in New Jersey yesterday. Apparently, this has galvanized his decision for a 2024 presidential run. I've never seen President, President Trump as fired up as what he was tonight. He is not deterred. He's not phased at all by what the DOJ has done to him, an unprecedented move of raiding the home of a former president and not at all explaining to the American people about why they did it. But House Republicans, we took there were a dozen of us that visited with President Trump tonight. We, we wanted to go and, and tell President Trump we stand with him. And when Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House, Jim Jordan will be the, the right man at the right time in the right place as chairman of the House Judiciary Committee to hold the Department of Justice accountable for these actions. House Republicans are unified more than ever before to fight alongside President Trump to save this country. We, we largely, all everyone in the room, encouraged President Trump to run for president again. And the sooner he gets out and starts campaigning, the better. He helps Republicans in the midterm elections to get out uh, his voters to support a uh, growing a historic Republican majority over the next two years that'll pave the way for winning back the White House in 2024. So let's summarize here. The FBI raids the home of former President Donald Trump. Republicans across the board express their condemnation of the move and throw their support to Donald Trump. Even Trump skeptical politicians like Larry Hogan, Trump haters like Andrew Cuomo, Trump hating media figures like Meghan McCain, they all question this move and seemingly support Donald Trump in this endeavor. Donald Trump now has reached the point where he's ready to announce his bid for president in 2024. And I'll leave you with this. There's a brand new poll out about January 6th. After months and months and months of a one-sided kangaroo committee trying to find evidence of Donald Trump's illegal actions in the insurrection of January 6th, as of now, Fewer Americans blame Donald Trump for the events of January 6th than they did before the hearings began. I mean, it's no wonder this guy is dancing. Some of these clips are pretty, pretty hilarious. Uh, let's see what else. There's another one here by Jordan Peterson. Um pretty bright guy has a lot of good stuff to say and he understands the psychology of yeah like men and women and just the trying to i don't know gut what people are not him personally but he's attacking people that are trying to gut masculinity and you know the ramifications that might have, but here's a good little piece. He was on a uh, Joe Rogan a while back that I think that's where this clip came from. Those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed will inherit the world. And so like one of the things I tell young men well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more. I think is that you should be a monster, you know, cause everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no, wrong. 
You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. Wise words. And that's part of the problem, I think, with a lot of government officials. Is they they want to think that, oh, I want to be the nice guy or whatever the, the thing is, you know, so people will like me. It's like, oh, now I'm starting to say it's like, and I hate that when people are like, 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 and I'm finding myself doing it. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Ah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I had another good one right here somewhere. Where was it? Uh, oh, crap. I got too many different ones. So as I get a picture and then it tells me if it's a video or not without understanding what's in it. Oh, here's a good one here. So I'm going to have to read this one. New COVID-19 guidance from the CDC focuses on individual decisions. Those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. <laughs> Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. And it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Wow. Oh, you mean, so, you know, pretty much like everybody that can think for themselves thought from the beginning. I mean, that that thought process is now what you guys are putting in your COVID-19 guidance. <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, in the meantime, we've destroyed how many small businesses, uh, you know, how many people have committed suicide because they couldn't get care or depressed. And, you know, all these places that they could have gone to normally were either shut down or whatever the reason was, you know, because of the science. pathetic um let's just start here at the top this might be easier than actually trying to skip through i got about four or five more of these and then we'll call it a day i want to turn to the issue of drag queen story hours um and and just get into what you think the motivation behind the left pushing for them so hard is i mean you have videos uh going around of five-year-old boys and girls putting dollar bills in the thong straps of grown men uh these these sort of perverted um you know half-naked men with wearing dresses and there's toddlers acting like they're at a strip club and then there's parents who brought their toddlers to this thing um what's the motivation of the left for pushing the importance of drag queen story hours and things like that uh, drag queen events for children and and what's to be done about the parents who bring their children to these events i don't have to tell you what my speculations are about their motivations because thankfully for whatever reason they can't help but do these things they wrote an academic paper telling us what their motivations are i actually read it as a podcast you go on the you know the internet.com or whatever not that website specifically if you go on the internet and look up groomer schools for drag queen story hour you can find the podcast on the new discourses platform where i actually read the entire paper out loud and explained what it means so they tell you in their own words they say in the paper for example that they deploy the idea that it's about raising empathy for lgbt people as a marketing strategy but the actual strategy is to give children opportunities to learn how to and i quote in italics live queerly 
So their agenda is to use, they actually call it a drag pedagogy, a drag theory of education. They say that the drag pedagogy is based in the idea of a generative themes model. They use the drag queen as a generative character. This is something that's deep in the critical education theory uh, or critical pedagogy approach based off of the work of the Marxist educator, Paulo Freire, uh, Brazilian guy, F-R-E-I-R-E, is how you pronounce it, I think, in Portuguese. And so he said that when you do education, that it should be based on generative themes, which are themes that evoke emotional and especially politically motivated responses that are supposed to stimulate the desire to learn more. The Dry Queen Story Hour people have told us explicitly their goal is to motivate people to want to engage in queer activism, to see themselves and to possibly live queerly, to introduce as a generative concept, as an emotionally relevant and resonating and politically activating uh, idea to move the children into the idea of living queerly. They say in the paper explicitly, for example, so for those parents, what should be done about them? Well, they're endangering their children. So we should treat them like parents who are endangering their, endangering their children. How do we know they're endangering their children? Aren't these family-friendly events? Well, they say in the paper, we say that the, this is, I'm not kidding. They say this in the paper. We say that these are family-friendly event, events. And maybe they are in that family members like parents and grandparents are welcome to show up, but we also mean it specifically as family friendly in terms of the word family, which refers to your queer family that you find on the street after you've left your home. So the goal is to separate you from your parents and to adopt you into a queer family. They end the paper with their true motivation. The last sentence of the paper says that they, and I, and I quote, we're going to leave a trail of glitter that you'll never get out of the carpet. So they want to put queer Marxist ideas deeply embedded like glitter in the carpet into children's heads so that it might sprout into them wanting to live queerly, which means to become non-conforming in terms of gender, sex, sexuality, or mental health status, and then to become activists against the existing society on behalf of that identity. So what's their purpose? That. I don't have to speculate. I don't have to guess what's the left's motivation. They tell you, this was written by the drag queen, Little Miss Hot Mess, uh, stage name. I don't know this person, this man's real name. And a trans uh, educator by the name of Harper Keenan. And it was published in Curriculum Inquiry, which is a very big, actually, curriculum journal in, I think, 2021. And so this is a deliberate project. And again, what should be done with the parents? They tell you themselves that they're endangering and indoctrinating your children using the drag queens. So the parents who are taking their children to these things, A, should be hopefully made aware of this, given a chance to desist from this behavior, which is harmful, deliberately harmful toward their children, intentionally harmful. In the paper, they tell you they're lying about what their agenda is to sell it. They should be made aware of this, given a chance to desist, and then treated like anybody else who intentionally, once they've been made knowledgeable about it, acts in a way that is harmful to their children. Well, that's interesting. I do not want to read this. The CDC is out with recommendations to help you avoid monkeypox, and they did not spare any of us the explicit graphics in the verbiage that they used. The CDC provided a range of ways to reduce the risk of transmitting the virus during sex. Do not kiss or touch each other's bodies while you are sick, especially any rash. Who kisses rashes? Do not share things like towels, fetish gear, sex toys, and toothbrushes. <sighs> Masturbate together at a distance of at least six feet. <laughs> 
How you doing, babe? You okay? Consider having sex with your clothes on or covering areas where the rash is present. If the rash is confined to the genitals or anus, condoms may help. However, condoms alone are likely not enough to prevent monkeypox. I will never be the same after reading this. Uh, I'm not going to be the same after hearing this. <laughs> Hi, my name is Priya Dar. I'm one of the doctors at the Center for Adolescent and Young Adult Health here at the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about puberty blockers. Puberty blockers are basically a medication that says, hey, let's just put a pause on puberty. Um, and that can be really beneficial for younger kids who have start already started the puberty process who either might um, go through a lot of psychological distress as they go through puberty if they're uh, struggling with gender dysphoria or for somebody who's saying, hey, I'm not really sure if I feel comfortable in my body or, or what gender I truly identify with. So let's really screw you up by giving you puberty blockers. And that's coming from a hospital. Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. So, you know, your kid's already screwed up. Let's take them and finish that baby off. Oh, yeah. Give you puberty blockers. That'll fix everything. Um, oh, yeah. Here's a good one with the best of Beto O'Rourke. Starting out with MSNBC. Beto O'Rourke should run for president. <laughs> Walls do not save lives. Walls end lives. We do not need any walls. You've been very clear that you believe the president is a racist. Is the president a white supremacist? He is. Well, Jesus Christ, of course he's racist. He's been racist from day one before day one. Let's be very clear about what is causing this and who the president is. He is an open, avowed racist and is encouraging more racism in this country. We, the scientists also tell us, have 12 years in which to answer that question. 12 years within which to act that we have no more than 12 years to take incredibly bold action on this crisis. We don't have more than 10 years to get this right. 10 years left to us, not as Democrats or Republicans or even as Americans, but as human civilization. How do you think you did on the stage last night? What grade would you give yourself? I'd give myself an A. 22 people were killed, dozens more grievously injured by a man carrying a weapon he should never have been able to buy in the first place, inspired to kill by our president. We have a white supremacist in the White House, and he poses a mortal threat to people of color all across this country. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. If someone does not turn in an AR-15 or an AK-47, one of these weapons of war, or, or brings it out in public and, and brandishes it in an attempt to intimidate, as we saw when we were at Kent State uh, recently, then that weapon will be taken from them. Uh, if they persist, there will be other consequences from law enforcement. Uh, so I'm here at the dentist, and we're going to continue our series on the people of the border. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Hey. Sit down. I don't play this Please leave this auditorium. 
I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Beto O'Rourke. You know, if he ever gets into political office again, whoever elects him, there is no help for you. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, let's end this with the the ladies. Actually, no, this was this is the ladies of the view when they used to actually like Donald Trump. We won't end it with this one, but we're getting close. America doesn't believe him. We've gotten, you know, a letter poured in. 2003. Is that really his It's true. It's, it's, it's real. It's not very pretty, but it's real. Fill in his hair. Make a strip feel real. like when they really attack you, they do a hair well, job. Really oh, Excuse me, you attack my hair all the time. I got you see, you were worse than they were. I stopped. You were worse than they were. You know what? Robert, it's it, you know what? Look, it's real. It's really mine. You it's know what? <laughs> Things together over the years. She is very sexy. I want to tell you. Uh, he knows how to get to me. Strange things happened over the last couple of years. It's called Twitter. And yeah. I have this account with millions of people. Right. And yeah. I've got all these. And I used to say I want to own a newspaper. This is better. Are you a birth certificate? Something on that birth certificate that he doesn't like. Oh my God. I love you. I'm telling you. I love you too. I think that's the biggest pile of dog mess I've heard in the ages. Trump is a billionaire, a real estate mogul, and a television star. But does he really want to add president of the United States to his resume? A lot of people would like him to. I think the country is doing so badly, they want somebody that's going to help it. I think the country has never been in a position like it is right now. It's being ripped off by every nation, every intelligent nation in the world, whether it's China, they're taking our jobs, they're making all our product, and then they loan us back the money, we pay them interest. That is Whether crazy. it's OPEC, OPEC, which is, I mean, they're having a field day right now. I think people want somebody now that's going to protect them and protect this country, because we're not going to be a great country for long if we keep going the way we're going right now. If you, when, when we have George Bush, he gave us Obama. I'm not a big fan of George Bush. I'm not a fan well, of Obama. Let's not talk about what who I gave know, who, I know, baby, because we're only going to get Whoopi's vote. If you, okay? if you did, if you did, let me just ask, if you did I'm, be... And she likes me. She even put I, I me in a movie. She put me okay, in a movie. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, How much right. should I judge? Nothing. Like they right? say the There's There's nothing you haven't been successful at. You're a great character. You're a great friend of ours. We don't know whether you should be president, but we do know that you will enjoy watching. But you do admit I'd be a great president. You have possibly. Barbara, You two seem to get along with me because I love you to Whoopi at the end. Well, you know, people say all kinds of stuff. The person who began running is not the person I knew. You were also friends with him. You went to one of his weddings. I wasn't friends with him. No, don't get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> All denying that they were friends with him once upon a time when things were good and, you know, they weren't told to hate Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, well, that's probably about all I got time for. We're already up on our 28th minute. 
time limit here. Yeah, so I don't have any other ones short enough. So we'll get to some more of these next time. So until uh, next week, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully it was informative. At least if nothing else, you can go do your own research off of anything I've talked about. And, you know, if I'm wrong, uh, please let me know and I will dig into it farther at the Nielsen show 2021 at outlook.com. Send me an email, uh, whatever you want to tell me, you know, make it good. And we'll put it on one of these podcasts, uh, hate mail, death threats, whatever you feel like, uh, doing, uh, or, you know, ways I can improve this podcast. Like I say, I'm a one man show. I don't have producers, you know, I like the Joe Rogan, uh, way of doing it not having people tell me how to do my podcast if people like it they'll listen if they don't scroll on by that's what this uh world should be not just here in america having free speech and all that stuff but who knows maybe my free speech will get my door kicked in one of these days i don't know (laughs) anyways thanks for joining me here on the nielsen show this week's episode uh stay tuned again I'm sure you know the way it's going these days. There's going to be plenty more stuff heading our way. So until then, catch you later.